We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fans need a hotel for the game weekend? Many OTAs keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you still get your loyalty points, receive direct confirmation from the hotel, and you support Rebel Grove. Visit fanplans.com slash rebelgrove today. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now... Here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here this morning with you. We will uh, discuss quarterbacks. We haven't done that yet this season, so we'll talk about that for a little while. Lane Kiffin speaking to the media yesterday. Um, He was not as enthusiastic as he has been some Mondays. I don't know if he's never overly enthusiastic, but I thought he was back to 2021 demeanor a little yesterday with the uh, the local contingent that was in town. That room sucks. It causes – yeah, not blaming anybody, but that causes some of the issue too. The room um, sucks, and, and the repetitive questions are starting to bug him. That's true too. The, the, the questions And I hate this because it feels like I'm picking on everyone, and there's some people in there that are legitimately really good at, at – Nick Suss is a very good question asker. So this isn't directed at Nick or some of the others, but there are just repetitive questions that get asked. Yes. So we'll talk about that. The NFL Week 1 is over last night. Uh, Seattle getting a win over Denver, 17-16, and, uh, and that one. So here's my hot take. Yeah, sure. That game's not watchable if it's not for the Manning cast. And with the Manning cast, it's really watchable. It was really good. I think that's I think that's a, a, a fair I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. We'll get in, get into it. That uh, there's more stuff too. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got some bowl projections. We got some stuff. Whatever we need. A uh, and M's doing dumb things again. We can discuss that today and uh, and more. Yes, we will. Okay. Podcast brought to you by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Blue Sky location. Lunch special today is tater tot casserole. You can get uh, some bread. You get a fountain drink of any size that you would like there with the Oxford Exxon. Remember, when you make any purchase, you can sign up inside the convenience store and you're automatically entered into a contest to win an official Ole Miss game football jersey. They're going to have seven of those out this year. They've already given two out. More home games to go, including uh, Tulsa, which is a 3 o'clock start here in a couple weeks. So walk in, 
purchase something. Purchase as many things you like individually times, and you can get signed up for that free jersey. Again, coming to you from the Clark Four Studio. I was really cheering for 11. I thought we had a shot at 11. I'll take three because it's not 6.30. I'll take three because it's not 6.30. 11, though. 6.30 sucks. But 11 is just... I mean, just Ambrose. I mean, just, we, just, just. We, we've got an eleven coming. It's coming soon. I can feel it. It's coming. Kentucky. If not Kentucky, Auburn's for sure an eleven. Okay. Auburn's right. eleven a.m. I'm just telling you right now, Auburn's eleven a.m. and it's going to be glorious. Okay. Uh, we're brought to you by Clark Ford. Clark Ford Studios six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is the number to call Clark Ford. Call Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. Uh, you get your quote, and you can do what you w- wish with it. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that uh, you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Uh, guest joining this, us this week. Let's see. Kelly Quinlan will join this week. He oh. covers Georgia Tech for Rivals.com. Talked to Kelly yesterday. You decided to go with Kelly as opposed to any other um, Georgia Tech cover people? <laughs> is that? You know, that's, that, is a, that is a hot take on your part. It's a that's, fire take, actually. That is like a five-flame yes. take that I give about a 27% approval to. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so Kelly Quinlan... Quinlan will join. Ryan Brown will join. Ben Mintz will join. L. Jeffrey Wright will join. Other people will join, too, on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. If you're in town this weekend, if you're not going to Atlanta, looking for a place to uh, watch the game or hang out after the game or before the game or whatnot, go to Rafters right there on the Square. Also, Rafters in New Albany. Yeah, I, I saw on Twitter Aaron Suttles referred to today as false fall, and that was a that it was a good description of what today is because it is it is. My daughter walked out of the house this morning and said she needed a sweatshirt and a hoodie because she was cold. Now part of that's my fault because I have obviously trained her to be freezing when it falls below ninety two degrees. <laughs> Jeffrey would be very proud of me right now, but it, it there is there is certainly a chill in the air this morning outside. It's it's fifty something. It's like fifty four or something like that this yeah, morning. Yeah, felt good. I walked the dog. It's not over. It was nice. No, it's going to. We're going to have one more. We're going to have a. Oh, going to have a wave. Going to have another severe heat wave. You know it's. You think coming. so? Oh yes. Come on. We've lived down here forever. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? It's going to be ninety-two on October the eleventh. Shorts on Christmas. Yeah, I mean, well, Christmas here is just completely yeah. unpredictable. It, it really might is. be twenty-something. <laughs> it might be seventy-something. You don't know. It's nice out today, though. It's great this it morning. Is. It's fantastic. I'm not complaining. It was awesome. You're wearing your Cubs sweatshirt for the pennant push that's going on right now. Um, you know how bad it is. I don't. The Cubs played yesterday. I assume. I have no idea who they played. You if if they, they won, nothing. Really? Isn't that terrible? I mean, what do you? What does it change? If they lose, they get a little bit of draft pick. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't, I don't even care. Fine. Like my whole deal is, you better spend this this winter. You're gonna care again when they. Are decent. I'm going to care in December when it's free agency and they're not spending, or if they are spending, I will care. Or you'll not. be focused either way. Yes, I'll be really happy that they went out and got Carlos Rodon and Carlos Correa, or I'll be really pissed that they did. Braves fans, thank you. The Cubs beat the Mets last night. Oh, there you go. Congrats. You're welcome. Which is kind of dumb on the Cubs part at this part. You don't need to beat the Mets. No. What good is beating the Mets doing you at this point? The fact that the Cubs could beat the Mets in a September game tells you everything about baseball, though. Right? It's a different game. It's a different game. Apparently, as we've 
thought about for a long time college pro you can't take a football mentality into baseball season apparently so well i've mean, watched people do it <laughs> but no it's not healthy it seems like a problem uh also up on the stream or on the uh, network this morning i sat down with chancellor glenn boyce that is up that interview 32 minutes something like that with uh him almost experiencing record enrollment from a freshman standpoint we talk about the whys and the hows and what's up with that some athletic stuff. We talk about Lane Kiffin a little bit as well, so you can find that in the stream again at MPW Digital. Uh, the Mason Brooks Show is up. It's presented by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, uh, or therogue.com. I'm going to say this about Mason real quick. Yep. This has not been what he signed up for. This has not been what he envisioned. And yet I give him a ton of credit. Every Sunday, I mean, he was like 10 minutes late, but he told me he was going to be late. He just had to go lift. Every Sunday, he's right there, great attitude, putting his best face forward, his best foot forward, admitting that he's a little frustrated, but being a good team player, all that stuff. It's credit. It says a lot about him as a person. Says a whole lot. I mean, you want to put stock in somebody yeah. as not, not a football player. No idea what the football future is or isn't. I'm betting that guy's pretty successful in life. That's, Signed up, got an agreement, fulfilled it, yeah. fulfilling it, just doing it. Yeah, regardless of the situation. Super likable young man. Anyway, that shows like 27 minutes. I mean, he just kept talking. He was funny about the holding calls. It was. It was. It's really. It's a good show. I know that there are people that are like, oh, well, he's not playing much. Although he did play almost 30 snaps. But um, anyway, he's funny. He's been a he's been a real role model and uh, mentor for, um, oh, God, the name's slipping me right now. The, 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 Micah Pettis. Micah Pettis, thank you. Really has helped Micah. They have kind of similar personalities, and he's really helped Micah acclimate to playing at the college level. <clears throat> um, we're gonna start. Got so much stuff going on right now. I guess quarterbacks, and we'll knock that out, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want to do? Sure. It's not really what you want to do. Do you feel like that's where we should begin? It feels like that's probably the proper place, given that this is a show where the majority of the people listening are Ole Miss fans, and they want to know what's going on with Ole Miss, their team, prior to an ACC road start road game. Uh. Did you know that Ole Miss is making a road trip? This is the first team to ever go on the road to play a college football game. No, no team, no team has ever played a road game before. Or it's possible Georgia Tech changes some stuff up because Jared Ivey played on their team last year. Um, oh no! Either no, they, you think they keep the same, same everything? everything. He'll know exactly what's coming. I, it was fact, my fa- it was my favorite part of yesterday's press conference. Is it? And I'm not even. I mean, I don't even know who asked the question, so I can't even be picking on anybody individually. Is somebody asked Jared Ivey, hey, you know, does it really help? And how are you helping your teammates or whatever? And he, like, to his credit, he was like, hold on a minute, guys. Like, yeah. do you think they're just going to leave everything like it was? I don't know. They're, they try to. Yeah. <laughs> basically what he said. He was like, I mean, basically was like you know, I played there for two years, and they try. <laughs> they put a plan in and everything. <laughs> they, they practice and have meetings and stuff. It's it's similar to the it's not similar at all. But it makes me crack crack up in major league. Maybe that's the movie we're going to do this year, and some of the other ones. 
when Jake Taylor's in the condo or whatever, yeah. and they're like, they have a team. He goes, yeah, we got uniforms and everything. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, and then the last question is, hey, where do you think you improved the most from week one to week two? It's like, really? 15 minutes into that, you're going to ask that? It is very possible Lane had a certain team in mind when he made mention that no matter how many five stars you have, you can lose games to inferior opponents. <laughs> possibility there that it's there was quite, a, quite a team likely. in mind. <laughs> well, I was doing the what he said, what he meant thing, and, and when I read the first quote, I couldn't remember if there had been a – I thought it all happened in one quote because I was falling asleep by that point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Ole Miss cleaned it up. And then when I saw it in the next quote, I'm like, no, they didn't. There it was. That's awesome. Yeah. So Luke is healthy. Uh, Lane said that he was fine. He was out there. He's not missed practice at this point with the shoulder or whatever it was. I assume shoulder, right? Uh, upper body injury. He was being evaluated. He was lifting on Sunday with his teammates, told people he was ready to go, and he practiced yesterday. And Lane said they'll figure out some point later in the week who's going to start, but he in, implied that both would likely play, that they're going to keep doing this. Um, Sorry, I kind of got thrown off by text. Um, Everything okay? It's okay. Um, so Can you take a break? No, I'll text you in a second. So – What's interesting, though, is, yeah, they're, it, we, 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 we've gone nowhere as far as what Lane is doing as far as what he's told the public. So the question here, does he know? Are we doing a Georgia Tech thing? Or do you think he's playing both quarterbacks and we're completely taking him at his word at this point? I mean, I There's have, no reason not to. I agree with I, you. I have no incent- – no, there's no evidence to support not taking him at his word. We're in year three now on this stuff. He's He's – he has always either not answered it or been truthful. I don't think I don't think Lane Kiffin is so terrified of Georgia Tech that he's and frankly I don't think they're doing all that different with the two quarterbacks. If you're Georgia Tech, you're, if you're Jeff Collins and the people over there, you're already preparing for both quarterbacks. Um, you're you're going to prepare for both quarterbacks anyway because one started one game and one started the other. Um, I just don't think he. I, I think he's waiting for one of these guys to go win the job, and they simply haven't won the job. I, I think it's that simple. I think he's waiting for someone to just grab it and take it, and he looks at the film, and Luke does some good things. Luke does some bad things. Jackson does some good things. Jackson does some bad things. And he, they must grade out pretty close. I'm told by people who would know that their grades, when they accumulated their August grades, that there wasn't it much was separation. Very close. Well, and Luke played fine until he got injured. I mean, like that's you know, Lane's really kind of frustrated in some ways because they've lost some series for multiple reasons. Frankly, he was probably a little frustrated from a vacuum standpoint that they blocked the punts and some of those stuff because it just took series away and they needed the ball. They needed to see more stuff, and then when Luke gets hurt. Suddenly, that's two to three series that just mean nothing because he's hurt. Yes. I mean, there's nothing you can do with that at that point. You've got to just close the book and let the rest of the game play out. I don't know that it's harming anything. Like I saw a lot of frustration after I posted Quick Hit yesterday about, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, and that. And, I mean, I guess Broker said he would prefer knowing the quarterback, not the end of the world. Um, I, I don't think it is changing 
any performance situation at this point because they're both getting tons of reps for receivers and that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess we would need to really get deep dive with a receiver. Hey, does the ball come out different? Do you have to know this or that? I, I have no idea. But I think you're nitpicking pretty heavily to find something. It's just a matter of the oddity of not having a quarterback going into week three of the season. Yeah, I don't see that they're running a different offense one from the other. Well, that's what I was about to say. When you say Jeff Collins is preparing for both quarterbacks, I don't even know what that means. This is not Tebow versus Chris Leak. No, he's just preparing for Ole Miss. He's yeah. preparing for their tempo and their scheme. And Again, I, look, early on sa- Saturday against a team of – if Central Arkansas wins games, then I, I, I question how the other teams – like, if Central Arkansas wins five games, I will question whether those other five teams practiced. <laughs> they they were much worse than I even thought they would be. So they, they, were, they were bad. They were bad. So I, I don't know what you take from it, but he looked really good, and then he got hit. Somebody said he got hurt on his, on the, on his run. Somebody said he got hurt when he got sacked because he got hit hard. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But if you're laying – and I've been saying this for a while, and I wrote this – you're probably going to need them both. And so I think you've got to make sure that they both feel like this was fair. That they both feel like they got it. And I know the word feel is a trigger word for a lot of people, me included sometimes, frankly. But but it's the right word here. In this, You can't just think it. You've got to feel it. You've got to not go, ah, damn it, you didn't give me a chance. Yeah, because – you are playing with emotions here. There's no yeah, doubt. and you know, and you're going to need both guys, and you need them both dialed in at practice because you need them both ready to go. Because look, this is a physical league that they're about to they're about to jump into, and you're always a you know a injury away from having to go back in. And I, I, I that's my guess. It's not even educated. I don't know. I don't think Lane Kiffin has talked about this with too many people. We know October 1st is a deadline. Do you think next week's a deadline? I, I mean... He can't go play Kentucky with two quarterbacks, right? I agree. And it, 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 the, the problem with the whole deadline thing is if it's not done, it's not done. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. You can't make yourself... know. You can't yeah. make it end... What if what if they're just even? I don't I don't know. I mean, it seems disadvantageous to go. Hey, Kentucky's got Chris Rodriguez back, and Will Levis is under center, and Ole Miss is rotating quarterbacks because they just don't know who the quarterback is. At some point, the whole if you're playing two quarterbacks, it's because you don't have one thing kicks in. Yeah. By the way, Rodriguez expected back for Ole Miss. Sorry. Yes, it will be back yes. for Ole Miss. Yes. As you said yesterday, this is Kentucky announcing that, you know what, we are going to play in the SEC this year. <laughs> it is. They they have learned SEC football over the last few years. You know what? They said, oh, Ole Miss is October 1st, huh? Okay. Well, that's yeah. when he'll be back. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Mark, what about a four-game suspension? Four sound good? Yeah, four sounds good. That's 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 taking it seriously, right? They've survived the one that could get them. They survived the one that they could have used him that night. And look, he is really, really good. And he'll be fresh and ready to roll and the whole deal. 
That's going to be a big game. I mean, potentially, it's potentially the game of the week that week nationally. There, there are some other games that could, could go ahead of them, obviously. One in particular is really one game away from jumping them. Bama Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if 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 Arkansas, I'm assuming Arkansas beats Missouri State. If if Arkansas beats Texas A&M next week in Dallas, and assuming Alabama doesn't stumble against ULM or <laughs> whoever the hell they play next week, I mean that game in in Fayetteville's pretty freaking big. Alabama's ranked two. Arkansas's sure. ranked ten. So you'd have two versus. Seven or eight. How many votes did Georgia go back uh, go up by in the polls? I don't know. I haven't even looked at that. Have you? No. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't notice that at all. So not not sure. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer a med sync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One delivery, one pickup. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. Also Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. And then they, um, <clears throat> sorry, they uh, can transfer your medications easily. One call, they'll take care of the rest there with G&M. Again, 662-236-2222. We're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to uh, collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Uh, we're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Uh, dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them today in Oxford or Ridgeland. Blue Delta Jeans is excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band on Friday, October the 14th. It's the day before the uh, Auburn Ole Miss game at Bought Hemingway. It'll be... Uh, Right after the uh, for the Square Jams after parties, uh, come out and watch the basketball team at Square Jams on the Oxford Square, and then you can uh, go to the Lyric and join the folks from Blue Delta with the world's most powerful '90s country party band. Ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans, some don't. All admission to the concert, uh, but they all include admission to the concert and an open bar. To book, just DM Blue Delta, Blue Delta on their socials or visit bluedeltajeans.com slash afterparty, and they'll see you there. Uh, A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just $1.00. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Astock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss. Want it? Bid it. Win it. I mentioned um, what he said, what he meant. That's brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, if you're looking to leave the corporate rat race, 
gain control of your income and schedule. Andy Ludecki can help you. He offers the ability to create income and wealth. He'll guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Six different options for you straight there in the bag. They uh, just pop them in the freezer when they get shipped directly to your door within 10 minutes. Boiling water, freezer to plate, restaurant quality shrimp available for you. Their newest flavor, the lemon cracked pepper. They also are now offering the two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, just like you get at the grocery store, except a higher quality shrimp from, from the New Orleans based company. So use code MPW for $20 off your first order. That's Prime Shrimp. Dot com. Uh, let's see. Bowl projections. Anything else from yesterday? What do you want to do? Uh, really nothing else from yesterday. It's pretty nondescript. Um, I think that's fair. You know, look. He worried about Saturday. I don't think he's worried about Saturday. I think he's. I think he's a little antsy about their offense. I think you can read. It's actually a good exercise for me to go back and read his quotes and try to analyze them a little bit because Lane's not coach-speaky. He likes his defense. Excited about J.J. Pegues. He's excited about his linebacker play. He wants people to ask about the defense more. He He's likes seen. his defense. He's, he was complimentary of Chris Partridge. Yeah. But, boy, when you dig into the offense, there's concerns, inconsistencies. Now, he'll rave about the running backs. But inconsistencies, he's worried about the offensive front. And the receivers have just been okay, other than maybe Mingo. They're getting – They're not getting separation. Mingo and Heath are playing as you would hope and expect them to play. Jalen Robinson has not flashed yet. No. And, and even Mingo and Heath aren't getting the kind of separation no. you, you're going to have to get. Look, And Jalen Knox is non-existent. It's about to get real. That's what Lane knows. It's one of the reasons I don't think Lane took too much of the bait yesterday on the upsets. He's probably thinking, you know what, I'm glad we didn't play some of those teams. You know, I mean, does Ole Miss be – I mean, let's let's be real for a minute. That's what we're known for. Does Ole Miss beat Appalachian State Saturday? I don't know. Does Ole Miss beat Marshall Saturday? I don't know. We don't know. I think that's where he's a little antsy is that he just doesn't know. No, I mean, I think he thinks they're going to win Saturday. I think they're going to win Saturday. I think you think they're going to win Saturday. I think they're going to beat Tulsa. But then after that, I mean, I don't know what to expect when Kentucky rolls into town. No idea. And that's not a negative. I just don't know. I mean, if someone said, give Ole Miss a grade right now, you'd be like, I can't. It's an incomplete. It's incomplete. I can't. Give me a verdict. Are you kidding? We haven't even heard evidence. This seems to be an obvious thing, but just in case anybody is curious, uh, again on Saturday, Control Bullock didn't play. It has to feel like they know he's leaving and redshirting, and they're not wasting any snaps at all there. So that's the only reason for any of that. So it's what it feels heads like up there. It's what it feels like because they played a lot of dudes on Saturday. Yeah, Bobo Miller played. I mean, you know, he. My guess is that Kentrell sees the writing on the wall. And he's been a good soldier. And if he said, "Hey, I, I probably need to transfer." I'll practice. I'll run scout team. I'll do whatever. And if you end up needing me, I'll play. But if you don't need me. It was only one person that I wrote down in snap cans last night that I did not know existed. So that was pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. good for you. Yeah. Everybody else I at least had 
an inkling of an idea they were on the team at this point. Uh, Denton played 12 snaps. Played all three quarterbacks. Yeah. So this isn't about the bowl projection. And we talked about this for a minute a few weeks ago. It's about the fact that the SEC has a bowl tie-in in Las Vegas. But it's not about Las Vegas. It's about Mm-mm. December the 17th Mm-mm. is the thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's in that mid-tier where, depending on how it shakes out, an Ole Miss type of team could end up in that bowl game if they don't go 9-3 and three or 10-2. and two. Sure. A 7-5 and five or 8-4. and four. SEC team will go to Las Vegas. Yes. Again, Vegas is fine. It's December 17th. Well, Vegas is, is great. The, the bowl is – I've been to that stadium fairly recently. It's awesome. Yeah. Pac-12 matchups, cool. It's we don't, great. Don't do that very often. December the 17th is not a good That's thing. not good for the business. No. So forgive us for cheering against it. Us having football season over on December the 18th, probably not the business plan. I don't understand – Here's what I don't get about it is, and I don't, maybe this will change. If it stays an SEC tie-in, don't they have to move it later? Yes. The SEC does not want a December 17th bowl. No, they would want this to be more like New Year's. Especially Pac-12. I mean, it's a good matchup. I mean, this thing had Ole Miss and Oregon playing each other or something. Well, and I wonder if, you know, because a lot of people go to Vegas for New Year's anyway. I wonder if this is the bowl knows it, maybe that Vegas doesn't want that bowl game played on New Year's Eve or New Year, the 30th or – I, I don't know. Now, it seems to me that Vegas, a Vegas bowl could become a major bowl, like easily. It's just not grandfathered in, so it takes a little time. It takes, it a, to, takes it a minute. But, I mean, if, I think if you asked most people, hey, would you rather go to Atlanta or Las Vegas, they would say Vegas. Or Vegas or Jacksonville. Well, for sure. I mean, the Gator Bowl has a higher standing. Just because it's been around. Yeah. Yeah. The Outback and whatever the hell it's called now. What is the Outback? I can't remember. It's an it's on Brett's thing. I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna remember no, this. We're, you, you guys are kind of missing the point for us. I'm all in on a trip to Vegas. I like Vegas. Sure. It's the December seventeenth. It's that you wake up on December the eighteenth and you're done with your season and then there's two weeks of bowls and your team's not playing in them, and from a business standpoint, that would be kind of a letdown. Relia Quest. Oh, that's got a ring to it. I mean, this seriously, just I'm I'm not going to remember that. No, that's the Outback. Bowl. I'm going to call it the Outback Bowl without the Bloomin' Onion. What is the Music City Bowl sponsor? TD Ameriquest Trade. Does start with a T. Ticket City. That is a bowl game, right? But that's I'm not, not sure. Um, Toro. Was it lawn care, or weed eaters, or something? <laughs> yeah, uh, trans I, perfect. Trans perfect. What does that do? I, I don't know. No idea? Nope. Yeah, I could be. I have thought about the fact, Georgia Rebels, right? I have thought about the fact that I could just leave Vegas and go to Boise. If I lose my bet with Tyler, <laughs> that would make more sense than flying back and then flying to Boise. I could just I could stay an extra day in Vegas and then just fly to Boise. Good. You know, and drive to Boise and document your trip. 
Hell no. You don't? No. How far would that drive be? I had a buddy that interned with Portland, the Beavers, in college, the AAA affiliate mm-hmm. of whomever at the time. And he, because he needed his car, he drove from Oxford to Portland and went through Boise on the way out there. On the way back, he like went down California and then back through like Southern California back. Hey, Siri, give me driving directions to Boise, Idaho. <laughs> See what we come up with. She's going to go, why? If I leave now, it would take me one day and three hours. It's a 27-hour drive? It's 1,973 miles. If I leave right now, I can be in Boise at 10.53 tomorrow. Oh, you're good then. Yeah. Wouldn't take very long at all. Practically the same as a layover. Hey, Siri, stop navigation. Oh, was she trying to send you? Oh, yeah, she was ready to go. Corey says in the stream he drove from Baton Rouge to Seattle. That feels like it sucks, Oh, God. Too. God. I can't. I mean, I just know. <laughs> but I guess that's what I would do if that happened. Ole Miss. Ole Miss Vegas to, to Boise is nine and a half. Yeah, I would just, drive. I'd fly Vegas to Boise and then I guess I'd, I don't know what you'd do. I guess back to Vegas and then back or what? I don't know. Beats me. Ugh. If anybody wants to sponsor that trip, um, holler. We'll make something happen. What is the game? Or is it the bowl? It's the bowl game. Oh, the bowl game in Boise. Yeah. It's like the 21st or the 20th. Well, you'd be done. My wife, was not, my wife was not particularly happy about this bet. She'd like for you to win. She would like for me to win and for Tyler to have to go, yes. What kind of – they don't pull much attendance at the Boise bowl game, I don't feel like. This is the one where the teams typically lose money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Floor is yours, Texas A&M. Oh, we're not going over the Bulls? Oh, you actually want to go over them? Yeah, well, let's I mean, go through them. Let's, let's, let's see what he, like, Brett, what's Brett, what Brett is projecting here and get an idea of what he's thinking about teams. Okay. Hold on. I thought we were just doing a thought exercise. I do, I do kind of worry about – December 17th. I can see where fans would be excited about. I mean, and from a fan standpoint, it's not bad because you get it over with before Christmas. Oh, sure. And then you just stay home and watch all the other bowl games you want to see. But yeah, don't worry about our podcast the week after Christmas. <laughs> Today, we're going to break down the Liberty Bowl. Uh, Texas A&M, Marshall. Yeah. I mean, Georgia and Alabama in the national championship game. Okay. Georgia over Michigan, Alabama Ohio State, over Ohio State. Okay, sure. Got issues? I mean, kind of, but not really. Rose Bowl, SC, Michigan State. Uh, okay. Michigan State. Yeah. he's. But that's a third Big Ten team. He's the guy, if I'm Auburn, I'm trying to hire. Mel Tucker? I'm trying to hire Mel Tucker. You believe in him fully now? I just think he would make a lot okay. of sense at Auburn if he would take it. He might not take it. He's got a great gig where he is. They're paying him an absolute ton of money. Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma, Marshall. Best group of five team, whoever that yeah. ends up being. I, f- I feel – I guess Marshall would take a lot of people there, but I, Dallas, the Cotton Bowl. I don't think it's going to be Marshall. The Cotton Bowl people would not this be This felt happy. more about Oak, about Notre Dame than it did Marshall. I Agreed. A group of five team will be in that game. I, it will not be Marshall. I don't buy that. could be BYU. Well, it should be BYU. Sugar Bowl, Kentucky, Oklahoma State. Well, Brett's 
Brett's kind of with me here, where if Kentucky beats Ole Miss somehow, some way, beats Ole Miss. There's only so many possible losses at that th- point. They kind of have a road to 11-1 and one that is pretty navigable. It's ten- it's Tennessee. It's That's, it. Yeah. I mean, they could get to 11-1. and one. Miami and Arkansas and the Citrus – no, sorry, the Orange Bowl. Well, Orange Bowl. So he's clearly buying into Arkansas. He thinks Arkansas – four access teams from yeah. the SEC. Well, and it gives you an idea of what a 12-team playoff would look like. Um, it also tells you that if Ole Miss beats Kentucky, they end up in one of these spots. Sure. Week in the bowl of course. Tells you he thinks Arkansas is beating A&M, and he thinks Arkansas has got a path to about 10-2, and two, and 10-2 and two would put them in the Orange Bowl or Ole Miss or any team from the West that got to 10-2. and two. That's it's kind of where they'd head. Citrus Bowl, Penn State, Tennessee. Rely Quest. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. That's about I mean, that's Tennessee going nine and three. Tennessee could go nine and three. Rely Quest, A and M Wisconsin. Now so both not, those teams. Yeah, yeah. He's got down. He's got he's got A and M still winning nine games. Nah, I don't see it. But okay. What I do like about the action network stuff is they go ahead and give you lines for all these games. Yeah. Hypotheticals. Yeah. I do kind of like that. Yeah. Just for the heck of it. They have Alabama as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Georgia, by the way. True. Take the dogs. Give me the dogs and the points. <laughs> Georgia minus seven against Michigan. Alabama minus one against Ohio State. Okay. Arkansas getting two-and-a-half from Miami. Kentucky getting two from Oklahoma State. So he's high on Miami, yet he's still high on A&M. He's high on Arkansas and Miami, so that would give A&M potentially two losses in the next two weeks. Yeah. He's, it doesn't work out. This is a hard exercise. Because well, it's not possible. Right. Like, when you start going, well, if you have to actually do the wins and losses, that can't. And and for people that are like, well, then why don't he fix it? Because he only has a couple hours. And it's, 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 not, it's for what we're doing right now. It's not That's all it. he's doing. It's not worth it on September the 11th or 12th to, to try to get it exactly right. Because it doesn't really matter. At all. I mean, in no way. Uh, Tennessee, a half-point favorite over Penn State in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, I can really how in the Big Ten? That's a lot of big. Big Ten's pretty good. But I don't know if Penn State's good. And we're going to find Auburn out. can end that. On we're going to find out Saturday. A and M a two and a half point favorite against Wisconsin. Now look, Wisconsin lost to Washington State on Saturday. Yeah, I think this a, might be the lower tier Badgers. Yeah, I think A and M could whip them. Florida minus one and a half against Maryland in the Music City Bowl. Okay, so he's got Florida in that seven and five range, which is about right. Clemson minus seven and a half at L- or sorry against LSU in the Gator Bowl. She's got LSU seven eight wins, maybe. I'm only looking for SEC teams sure. unless there's something else that's interesting. North Carolina State Iowa in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Probably a disappointment for NC State at this point. They, they've got a big game. They get Clemson next week. or No, they get Clemson on October the 1st. That's, that's a – yeah, I'll, while you're doing that, I'll pull something up because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this whole game day thing because I'm I'm interested in it. Alamo Bowl, Baylor, Utah. The Utes giving two and a half to the Bears. I think I would like Baylor in that game. Texas Notre Dame and the Cheez It Bowl. The Irish better get busy if their quarterback's out yesterday. I don't know if they can get to seven. Tyler and I did that a little thought exercise on Notre Dame. We were having a hard time getting them to seven. Yeah. I can get them to six, but that's everything going right. Mississippi State, a one-point favorite against TCU in the Texas Bowl. Mississippi State, yep, seven wins. Sure. Sure. Liberty Bowl, Iowa State, Auburn. Yeah. Sure. BYU, he, he, is, he is expecting – some losses for the for, for for the Cougars, although I understand they don't have a great tie-ins. But he has BYU in the Birmingham Bowl. Well, if they lose one or two games, you that's, end up there that's where they fall, yeah. yeah. UTSA out in Hawaii for the playing Boise State in the in the Hawaii Bowl. <laughs> it is Hawaii though. You get a trip. Is. It is. Got Tulane bowling, playing Army in the Independence Bowl. That'd be good for Tulane. Be a big bounce back in Shreveport. Mm-hmm. SMU playing Arizona State in the Armed Forces Bowl. I noticed I, you hadn't gotten to Ole Miss yet, so we're going to put Ole Miss in Vegas. Is that right? That's I'm what a, I'm that's what Brett's got. Appalachian State, Western Kentucky, and New Orleans. Okay. Memphis and Boca Raton. Mm. How the hell's Memphis getting to a bowl game? Well, they won Saturday. They did. I mean, I read they were great. Did you not see that? Bad Navy team. Yeah. Ole Miss, Oregon, Las Vegas Bowl, Saturday, December 17th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Ole Miss takes, what, 35,000 people to <laughs> Vegas? Even at like seven and five. Because that's what that would be, right? That's, that's the problem and, with this. Is if you get into five. eight, you're somewhere else. And the way their schedule is set up to get to seven and five, that's it's, losses it's at the losing end. late and losing momentum. Yeah. This is not nine and three, one three in a row to end the year on December twenty seventh. Could an eight and four Ole Miss team end up in Vegas? Oh sure, hundred percent. Again, somebody's got to go somewhere, so you start beating each other and hell. And if I'm Vegas, frankly, because Ole Miss has a reputation for traveling, yeah. And if I'm Vegas, I'm fighting for Ole Miss. I'm going. Hey, those people are going to come out here and party. What well, day? Yeah, of the, what day of the week is the seventeenth? Is that a Saturday? It's a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, she's. Lord help us. <laughs> Fly out on Thursday and get back to work on Monday. Well, and for a lot of people, they don't work that week. Oh, true. 
So it's the week after Christmas before New Year's. A lot of people. That's no, it's the week time. before. Oh, you're right. That's right. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people don't work the week leading up to Christmas. No, December's pretty dead. Yeah, the world kind of stops after there at some point. I mean, and I can get to Ole Miss. Hey, Ole Miss I, is playing at Oregon. They're in Vegas. You want to go? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's, I can get Ole Miss to eight and four fast. That yeah, is sure. not a problem. No, sure. I, I mean, I can I can roll out multiple scenarios that get them. No, to eight I think four. eight and four Ole Miss is very possible for a Vegas for a Gator. I think not eight. I think nine and three Ole Miss is in an access bowl. Or Citrus. I'll throw that in, too. One of those. No worse than Citrus at 9-3. and 8-4, You're Vegas, Texas. Because Ole Miss hasn't, hasn't been to the Texas Bowl yet. No. And they, they probably would Got like to have Ole Miss. alumni base out there. Yeah, Music City would probably like to have Ole Miss. It's been a minute. They got a big alumni base. 13? Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been to Nashville since 13. So it's been 10 years. They've not played in the Gator since... Like 92? 92. Yeah, because they were in the Outback two years ago, right? Okay. I keep getting it mixed up what Florida Bowl they played Indiana in. Got Liberty in New Mexico. I don't care. Cincinnati in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Hold on a minute. Sponsored versus bowl that this feels no that, that 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 doesn't feel like marketing people had a good day there like wasabi in boston just don't uh, seem to that's go together not, no that should be like the bah- bahamian bowl or something and then there's a bowl game down here that doesn't have a name or a date yet but georgia state utep's gonna play in it hmm. I, I don't know okay. i mean I, I i got nothing it has Oh, ESPN will, will will create a bowl this fall to replace the San Francisco Bowl if it's not played. Okay. So ESPN is just going to throw a bowl game together somewhere. Which tells you everything you need to know about the bowls. And it also tells you when people go, well, if you expand the playoff, what happens to the bowls? Nothing. They just keep playing them. They're, they're, they're made for TV events anyway. Yes, That's they what they're for. They are holiday narrative TV events. It's ESPN needs something on the screen in that month. And, and they bowl just, games are great. Residual, just sit there. They last four hours. You get to all your people that want to take time off for the talk shows and stuff do. And if it's close in the end of the third quarter, they go, nope, we're in on Boise and Fresno. Sure. Well, you're just sitting around. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just poured a, poured a new glass, and you're like, eh, what the hell? Yeah. The uh, the other topic, we'll get to it on the other side of this break, but the other topic that came up a lot yesterday was about October the 1st mm-hmm. and the obsession with ESPN College Game Day and would Ole Miss Kentucky get it? And I think they're on the short list, assuming that Ole Miss is 4-0 and assuming that Kentucky is 4-0, of course. They might be on a really short list. I've been searching for like what the other games would be, and there's a couple of, there's a couple of games that would, would, would get – above it fast but yeah it's 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 the short list all right we'll go over another side of the break uh in the spark northeast spark sparc service people across rural communities two packages the ignite the 100 mbps or the blaze the one gig that powers the clark ford studio your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband that's any spark.com 662-238-3159 phone service pro controls network security, and much more. So call the office to get the best internet in Lafayette County. Again, that's 662-238-3159. 
We're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade. It's manufactured right here inside Mississippi. I've been using some of their products lately. It just makes a huge difference. Uh, vitamins, minerals, supplements. Uh, they've got prescription support, which puts vitamins back into your body, helps with side effects from taking uh, different kinds of medication. Uh, check them out. They're at a, a lo- local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including uh, Mississippi. Or you can go to their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Building, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. At Hawkeye, they custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkeye Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and they make it happen. In house financing is available. Uh, it's free delivery and set up within 75 miles of Halcom. 662-226-2233 or go to HalcomBuildings.com or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Halcom Portable Buildings. Um, 7 South tailgating, we talked about the Kentucky game, could potentially be a zoo in the Grove. You want to make sure that you're ready for it. It's a one-stop. 7 South tailgating is your one-stop shop for all things tailgating at Ole Miss. Their service is fully customizable to accommodate anything from the most basic needs to turnkey tailgating. They've got all sorts of packages for any budget, any party size, any number of games. Tent location is not limited. Uh, They're present throughout the day to assist you if you need extra ice, extra chairs, whatever. They're there to help. 7SouthTailgating.com. Get your uh, socks ready for the Kentucky game. For all the other games, go to deadsoxy.com. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for uh, 25% off your entire order. You also will probably be advised to have the Game Changer patches ready for you as well. That's the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The all-natural ingredients with Game game Changer patches are going to keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Brought to you by my friend uh, Clay McNutt at ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. But this doesn't happen much five years later. I just saw, we're going to go straight into the game day thing in a second, Mm -hmm. but the Saints' entire 2017 draft class Mm -hmm. all started – on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. That's a compliment to Mickey Loomis and the people there. So now not all for the Saints, obviously. Things move around. Right. But every one of their draft picks from 17 started on an NFL team on Sunday. That's impressive. It really is. Yeah, That's it is. One, two, three. F- only three of them are still Saints. Uh, although they're the first, second, and th- one of the first. Two first-round picks and a third-round pick. But, yeah. Anyway. All right. So we'll be competing again. All right. So... Obviously, in this scenario, Ole Miss is 4-0. Kentucky is 4-0. In that scenario, Kentucky is ninth right now. They probably would be 7th. Ole Miss is 20th right now. They could probably jump to about 17, 16. Depending on chaos, sure. Sure. It's attractive. It's a good game. They love coming to the Grove. The Grove's packed. They were just there in November. Makes a lot of sense. Here are the games that potentially could knock them out, okay? Um... The one that would knock them out is Alabama at Arkansas. If Arkansas is undefeated, 
They've not been to Fayetteville in forever. I was about to say, I don't remember the last Arkansas game day. They would go there. Yeah, sure. Now, there is some Alabama fatigue with game day, but Alabama's the road team. And where else are you getting to Alabama on their regular season schedule? Potentially at Ole Miss, potentially at Tennessee. Okay. But, yeah. But Ole Miss has got a – that's a lot of roadblocks to get of, there by yeah. November 12th. Yeah, if you're, so if you're ESPN, you're looking at that going, mm, I don't know. So – but – Alabama Arkansas is the lead the lead contender yeah, sure. okay. if Arkansas beats A and M. If if Arkansas doesn't beat A and M Ole Miss Kentucky would have a better shot of beating that game if it was in Lexington. Yes. Because Kentucky hasn't had game day. Right. They've been to Oxford. Yeah. The ironic thing is that they were just here. Ole Miss is actually the establishment here that is causing yeah, a problem. They were just here in November. Right. Um the other games, NC State at Clemson has a possibility if MC, is, that's that's, okay. that's that's possible. It's at Clemson. It's at Clemson. They would rather it be in Raleigh, but it's yeah. in Clemson, so that's one to watch. One that would have had a real shot was Michigan at Iowa, but Iowa stumbled, so they're not going to go there. Um, looking down the list, potentials. Um, let's see, there's not many. I'm just kind of going down. Um I mean, man, there's not a lot. So it's three, four games. I'm, I'm three. I'm making sure I'm not missing something. Um, yeah. Um, and mean, they did. A, they did the novelty this week. So you're not probably going to get a novelty that. Well, week. I'm even looking for novelties that would make sense, and I don't see them. Um, well, you didn't have App State Troy on the board last week. I mean, Purdue, Minnesota, probably not. Rutgers, Ohio State. Probably not. Ugh. Um, man, I mean, I'm searching. I mean, that's it. It's kind of those three or four games. I mean, the only other ones that even – I mean, I'm looking for unranked teams that could be ranked by that point, right? Um, Arizona State at Southern Cal, if they wanted to do the USC thing, they could do it that – they could do that there. Oklahoma State at Baylor – it could be a big game. Baylor losing to BYU takes some of the sting off that one. Sure. Um, Oregon State at Utah. It just doesn't have it. Wake at Florida State. I doubt it, but maybe. I mean, I'm just searching for any – Texas A&M at Mississippi State. If Mississippi State were to beat LSU, if they were undefeated, if A&M kind of – if A&M were to beat Miami and beat Arkansas and get back on track – Although they, they're going to have A&M the next week because I'm sure they're targeting A&M at Alabama because of all the oh, sure. jabber. As long as they it's doable. As long as it's doable, yeah. LSU at Auburn, I guess if Auburn got <sighs> hot, if LSU got hot. I mean, I'm just trying to come up with something. But LSU's lost. Uh, Texas Tech at Kansas State. I mean, there's just not much there, man. I mean, there's just not much th- – there's not much there. That's what you have to choose from. So it's it's it feels to me like it would be one of three games. Alabama at Arkansas, Kentucky at Ole Miss, or um, NC State at Clemson. Yeah. No, yeah That's what sure. it feels like. Now A and M can ruin this for Arkansas. Yes. For sure. Because I don't they wouldn't go to Fayetteville if A and M if Arkansas was coming off a loss. No, hell no. If Arkansas beats A&M, that's where they're going. I mean, I, you, 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 you don't have to think about it. That's where they're going. 
They now they did have Bama last week. They did, and they're going to have Bama the next week. But I still think they'd go there. <sighs> Hadn't been to Fayetteville in forever. No. But that. Yeah. Let me see what else they have. I'm but kidding. that brings. I don't know. I, they're not going to win Alabama three times in five weeks. So here are the games the next week. I'm curious about this. Yeah. Auburn, Georgia, A and M at Alabama. This is the week that Ole Miss is in Vanderbilt. Sure. Um, Ohio State, Michigan State. That's that's the one. What is it? Ohio State, Michigan State. They also have Texas, Oklahoma, and Dallas. Okay. Washington State, who's kind of hot at USC. Yeah. Um. Arkansas at Mississippi State. Tennessee at LSU. Florida State at NC State. Army at Wake Forest. So they got they got some options that next week. Okay. UTEP at Louisiana Tech, <laughs> Coastal Carolina at UL Monroe. Oh. I mean, they, but all jokes aside, they have more options the next week. There's more you could you could make a few of those work. I don't know that it matters though. Does it? Does it matter? Anymore, Again, I don't I, think it's a recruiting tool. People say it's a recruiting tool. If you talk to people around, they'll tell you it's not really a recruiting tool. It is a branding tool. It is good for the university as a whole. I yeah. think it does affect – look, I don't know where to cut this line. It affects interest in potential looking into a college. Sure. Whatever that – I mean, figure out sure. now how you get from A to D is a whole other conversation that I don't know. Dad, does it Dad do that? turns on a game, turns on game day and says to his son or daughter, we ought to go there. That looks like fun. Yes. We ought to go check that place out. That looks like fun. Those people look fun. That's what happens. So you suddenly pull up the website and you suddenly are sending an ACT you, score. You're and here playing you a go. visit and there you go. Right. So yeah. Certainly. We that have, happens. Absolutely. Now, I think that is a much bigger deal than an athletic recruitment yes that would play i think it's more academic university front door standpoint no question because that's the it's, it's a total deal i think you're a normal person who watches game day has it on in the background while you're having breakfast or whatever it's just part of your day because i don't think 16, you're waiting on the 11 o'clock game 16 year old high school kids aren't getting up at eight in the morning to watch game day well not for football especially but right. If they're just having their omelet while it's on, right, and Dad so. goes, "Oh, look, damn, blah blah yeah, blah." I mean, I mean yeah, the, the average the average kid, but yeah. the, the the athlete is not. You'd be actually shocked at how many high school football players don't watch a lot of college football. Right. They watch a lot of pro football. I thought that was a big deal, and then I told them before the show. I thought, from a program standpoint, is this a huge deal? No, but I thought there was something to Ole Miss getting it a second time. To simply not being the gimmick where you had it the once with Katy yeah, Perry. Yeah. Where you're just a team that gets game day. Yeah. You're that's no it. longer the Katy Perry deal. Yeah. No, you just. You still have that, but now you're, it's more normal. Look, that's, I've written about this a lot, and I probably think about this more from a coverage standpoint than most people do is from a fan standpoint. Ole Miss has been on a four or five year progression of becoming a normal team. They yeah. had to get off probation, they had to get back to a competitive level. They. Got Lane Kiffin, which reignited their marketing net, net nationally. All Lane, these Lane different Kiffin things. Lane Kiffin made Ole Miss relevant. Yeah. They had to find ways over a five-year period to go from that NCAA investigation, laughing stock, egg bowl fight crap mm -hmm. to, yep. no, just an SEC team that most people expect to win games. Yeah, a competitive SEC a team. A boring SEC team in a good way. Yeah, no, look, Ole Miss is squarely a second-tier SEC team. And when people go, what do you mean? Well, the first tier is two teams. Yeah. 
you're in that next group. Yeah, the first team, the first tier is Georgia and Alabama. Ole Miss has easily separated from the South Carolinas yes. of the world. That's, yes, they're down there. Yes. Frankly, they've separated from Tennessee because Tennessee hadn't gotten up there yet. Yeah, they're trying this year. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I mean, there's not a ton of teams out there that go. Now nah, I've been to three Access Bowls in eight years. No, no. I mean, Ole Miss is squarely it's been a little weird since then, but they've been to three they Access are squarely Bowls. Squarely in the second tier, which is a hell of an accomplishment because the first tier again is elite. The first tier is two teams and nobody else. You can't even make an argument for anybody else. Not even LSU. Even with the special year they had with Burrow and Chase and all those guys. Oh, no. You can't even, you can't even argue for them. You can put them in the second tier. and They belong there. But they're not first tier. It's Alabama and Georgia. That's the first tier. And frankly, to get to that tier, you've got to go win a national championship. Yeah, that's the only. That's it. And, and frankly, back it up. Yeah, to get to that tier, you can't just win it. LSU did it. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's LSU potentially has the, had the greatest team of all time. Yeah, I mean Georgia was a play away from having two. They were so. I mean, they, they, they count. They're there. I mean, Georgia and Alabama are ahead of everybody else. Period. Now it's a fairly big group in two, and it moves around a little bit. But I mean, Ole Miss is ahead of Florida right now. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now the three programs that are kind of making a move are Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Arkansas. I mean, if you're just going to get down to numbers. And we'll talk about it in a few minutes after we come out of the final break, but A&M hasn't won enough to get up there and sit. They keep losing. I mean, I don't know if we put enough of a how big of a negative accomplishment it is to beat Alabama and Auburn and go 8-4. and four. In the SEC West. I know. I mean, son of a bitch. Lost to Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, and and Arkansas. Lost to Ed Orgeron on the last day. An LSU team that was like, a bunch of dudes going, I'm not playing. Are you playing? I'm not playing. I'm not getting hurt in this game. Two and four in the West. Beating Auburn and Alabama. And couldn't move the ball at all on Ole Miss. Dude, they got smoked in some games last year. I mean, I think the part that people fail to acknowledge is that some of the games that they lost, they really lost. Ole Miss handled them. Arkansas handled Mississippi State handled them. They did. I mean. That was in College Station, too. Yeah. I mean, Will Rogers just went out there and was like, hey, field day. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned it a minute ago because I was with you. I had no interest whatsoever in watching regular ESPN last night. Mm-mm. Just watching the telecast with the game on. Had I done that, it would have been on mute. Just leave it up on the TV and whatever I'm doing, I'll I, see it. And... I don't like Troy Aikman as an analyst. No. He's overrated. He really likes himself. Mm-hmm. A lot. And that, whatever. But Peyton and Eli's show's great, man. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's, it's Yeah, Aikman it... is not... Because like, I, I know some people will try to compare the... I, I don't... Aikman is far worse than, like, Collinsworth. Yeah. Collinsworth is at least kind of goofy. Yeah, sure. Uh, Peyton and Eli are really good. They they play off each other really well. they're more comfortable now than they were last year. Yeah. As would be expected. And, and, you know, like they had Saquon Barkley on, and Saquon was complimenting Eli, and Peyton was like, I've had enough of this. You know, this is enough. And it's funny. They're funny. They're really good. Am I out of the norm that I'm good like it is, and I understand why it is, and it's completely necessary to do what they need to do on TV at that point to get extra eyeballs? The worst part of the show is half the guest. 
Yeah. Now, good guests are great. Yeah. But average to bad guests bog the show down. Well, because they've had so many great guests that the average guest who's otherwise would be a good guest comes across as really average to slightly below average. And frankly, it takes away time from Eli and Peyton. That's what I'm saying. Talking about football. Yeah, which I'm good with. Talk. I'll listen. Well, I mean, look, people say what you want. Peyton Manning can talk football to me all day long. I mean, I'm right there. He sees it a little differently than you do. Yeah, he sees it. I mean, look, Eli won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Was a great NFL player. And I think Peyton sees it better than Eli does. Now, in large part because I think Peyton's more obsessed with it than Eli is. He is completely obsessed. Eli's. Well, yeah, somebody said on the board last night, Eli definitely looked like the guy who, when. Goes, yeah, I'm not watching preseason film unless I have to. Like, uh, that's not what we're doing right now. Well, he kind of did that when Peyton was like, and I talked to so-and-so, and and I talked to so-and-so, and and Eli's like, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I played golf. (laughs) (laughs) But Broncos fumble twice at the Seattle one. Yeah. They lose this game 17-16. Russell Wilson gets booed in Seattle. He did. Which – well, that was funny. Peyton goes, have you ever been booed personally, Eli? I mean, I know you did in San Diego, but, you know, it was like, and he was like, yeah, I got booed personally. They're, they're just great. I enjoyed it. I, a game that I otherwise would not have watched because it was not a very good game. And it was two kind of mediocre NFL teams. And after a – but I will say this for the NFL. The NFL, they flat deliver. No, the they the just, product is – They just deliver. Credit to them. They're the king. They're the unquestioned king. Nobody comes near it. The king apparently will live forever. The product is just it's just it's just really good. None of us care even this morning, but wasn't that a bad look to boo the dude? Yeah, he won you a what are you Super Bowl. He's the best player in the history of your franchise. I mean he might be. He is. Who the hell is it if it's not him? <laughs> Steve Largent Largent didn't win a Super Bowl. No. Jim Zorn? <laughs> I mean who we who are we giving this to? <laughs> Jim Zorn. I mean, <laughs> Brian Bosworth? Yeah. Of course, it's Russell Wilson. He's the best player in the history of your franchise, and he won a Super Bowl, and you're booing him, and it looks weird. It did. It's easy to hate Seattle, and then they make it even easier. Yeah, I hate them. I mean, I have my own reasons, but it's... I started cheering. I those goofy-ass uniforms. Yeah. Neon green? What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway. Denver's not doing anything in that division. No. Did you watch Chargers? You watch the Chiefs? Hey, we made fun of Mahomes for a couple weeks. Raiders? You're in trouble. Denver's in trouble. Now, Denver had a, I mean, LA, Vegas had a rough day, but. Yeah. But they hung with the Chargers a little bit. Yeah. Herbert's good. Yeah, I've been telling you. (laughs) He's all right. I mean, look, you don't have to be. So someone like me who watches a lot of football but is not an expert, the one thing that I'm good at, and people like me are good at, it's not about me, is you can see the superstar emerging before he's a superstar. And if you watch Justin Herbert, his rookie year, you're like, oh, this dude, this dude. I mean, he looks like a football player. He looks like a quarterback. He throws like everything he does is just. He would be your first pick? Yeah. He would. You had the whole NFL. Yeah. Career, well, not season. And here's why. Josh Allen runs too damn much. Oh. You I love, take Herbert I love Josh. Allen. If you tell me you get this guy for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Herbert. Yep. 
Yeah, one season, give me Josh Allen. Her- Herbert. Yeah, yeah, sure. One season right now, give me Mahomes. Well, okay. But, no, give me, yeah, uh, Herbert, sure. Okay. I get, what's he, 23, 24? Yeah, I get sure. him for 10 Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't even think about it. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. JohnstonHillCreamery.com. Go to their website, find out all their different menus, and go to their Instagram page. Really cool stuff. They've got some uh, pictures, some different options they have with their grazing tables, their charcuterie boards, so many awesome things inside those, including their cheeses they make locally and in-house every single day. Also, tailgate uh, packages still going. Ole Miss back home for Tulsa again, 3 o'clock here in a couple weeks on SSC Network. So feed 10, 20, or 40, call them. They'll take care of you. And then they also uh, have a new fresh batch of their sugar magnolia. It's their soft ripened cheese. They dust it with corn flour and pink peppercorn. And then they wrap it in magnolia leaves that have been slacked in Wonder Bird Spirits gin as uh, as well. So that is Johnson Hill Creamery right there off Molly Bar in Oxford. 662-419-9201. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com or 662-234-2777. Uh, no mind on my money this week, but you can still get in touch with the people at Pinnacle at MyPinWealth, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. You know the drill by now. Get in touch with John if you're thinking about traveling. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. If you're coming to town, stop by Opa. It's the newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and more. All of that at Opa on the square, 306 South Lamar in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. She serves you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. You can get in touch with Win- with Whitney at 662 662- Five six seven two five seven three, or six six two eight four two thirty eight forty four. Neil's picks will be up on uh, Thursday. I was working on them this morning. Uh, they're presented by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since nineteen sixty seven. It's always free for the candidate, but if you're looking to your company's looking to hire quality, hard to find talent, they can really help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. It's CorinthDental.com. Also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate. B.B. Mitchell at Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services, but his core focus is sourcing investment properties for his clients. He advises his clients to acquire income-producing property with all risk tolerance levels, ranging from vacant buildings to investment-grade stabilized assets. To learn more, give B.B. a call, 601 934 
5008 And last but not least, we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. It's also a great place for events, for uh, class reunions, uh, prom, pre-parties, stuff like that. Get in touch with the people there on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. How good was it that we've got uh, somebody tricking Bob Stoops into recording the cameo telling Brian to leave the family business, referring to Brian uh, Friends, the offensive coordinator at Iowa. He went through with it. Um, Iowa basketball coach Fran McCaffrey got suckered in, too, on the uh, – You're kidding. Uh, apparently. That's oh, what this I'm, is great. Yes. Yeah, they had Stoops just do the cameo. You know, they tell him what to say or whatever. Right. And he encouraged Brian to leave the family business. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to leave the family business. He does. The offense is like 1974. I don't mean to trigger you here in the last segment of the show, but I had no idea the Cardinals had three players on their team that were on their 07 team. They have three players who were on the team 15 years ago. Yeah, you don't think I'm aware? I'm, <laughs> well, yeah, y'all are doing bobbleheads and crap for them. Yeah, I understand. Why is, why is Pujols not getting his bobblehead? You remember that play in Minnesota? With it? <laughs> it was it was kind of crazy. It was it was like this deep pass, <laughs> and it was like the Saints had the game won, and then suddenly it was lost. It was bizarre. And then there was – do you remember this play in – uh, New Orleans. Oh, that one. The yeah. pass interference play that didn't get called pass. You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Is that always their third one too? Is that it? Okay. They just lost to the Viking Vikings in overtime the next time. And there was that game in uh, where was it? Was it Seattle or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, A and M. Go ahead. Uh, where are you gonna start? All right, I've I've never been to Midnight Yale to A and M. Going to go in October. Okay. Can't I, wait. I have more of a problem. the 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 male cheerleader that does the little moves and stuff that's He's called a yell leader. That, whatever. He's that, called a yell leader. You can call him whatever the hell you want to call him. The cheerleader. He does his thing. Sure. He's leading cheers. He's a cheerleader. <laughs> Technically, yes. Thank you. You know what he is. Like, whatever. Why, at midnight on a Friday night, would that many people show up for that exercise? Help me. Like, if you did that at Ole Miss, how many students would show up at midnight to practice cheers? Like, four? It would not be the event that it (laughs) is over there. I mean, that thing is packed. I mean, and if, you wonder why people call you a cult. If you told my daughters, it was a seance. If you told my daughters that on Friday night at midnight they had to go to the stadium, Reynolds Razorback Stadium, and practice cheers, they would laugh at you so hard. Like, did there's a zero point zero percent chance that you could pay them to go? That place must just be. But here's the deal. Must just All be. that stuff. It's been your identity. Everybody's, talk, everybody's talked about Midnight Yell for years. It's not new. It's been going on. What actually is the more ridiculous thing is their active involvement to hide the videos this week because they got made fun of. 
if it's your thing, your thing, stand up and poke your chest out and go, yep, we, we're the only school in the country that gets 25000 in the damn stadium on Friday at midnight. It looked like it was more than that, but yeah. Spin it. Go, okay, cool. Go, that's who we are. Instead, your thing you're known for, you hide. Hold on a minute. What are they worried about? Because they called them, they were making fun of the mountain people? Is that what it kind of was? I, I don't know. Because, I mean, the guy's making fun of, like, Appalachia and stuff. But they took the... Completely missing that Appalachian State is one of the most beautiful campuses on the country. I mean, it's gorgeous. Have you ever looked at the pictures of, like, their baseball stadium? Yeah. It's It's like Field of Freaking Dreams. Yeah. Like, I want to go to a college baseball game at App State just to watch the trees. (laughs) Like, it's on my list of places I'd like to go to a football game because the setting is beautiful. Then they kicked your ass. And 20 minutes or 30 minutes away is like one of the richest resorts in er, resort areas in the country. I mean, yeah. like people go spend a lot of money to play, have places up there. And then they kick your ass. And you want it scrubbed from the internet? No, no, no. No, go screw yourself. No, it's who you are. Own it. God says I went to midnight yell and left because I thought I was going to be sacrificed. <laughs> but it looks like 40,000 people. It's uh, it's it looks like a ton of people. Like they used to have the big bonfire thing and then that was a disaster, unfortunately. A yeah, tragedy. Yeah, sure. And so now they do it at the stadium or whatnot. Yeah. But I don't understand trying to hide from it after because they weren't just high. Like again, if you're doing it, if you're doing it, you're obviously okay with whatever is said. So then, why are we hiding? What it, what what is? Because it looks soft. Do you take it down if you beat App State? Probably not, right? But they lost, and the truth is, they have become in this NIL era. They have become. I think if you were to poll. All right, here's, here's one. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the SEC kind of hates everybody, each other. But if you were to poll SEC fans and go, be honest, put the whole rivalry stuff aside, what team do you get the most pleasure out of losing a random game? I think it's A&M. Because of the NIL thing and the money and Jimbo going, we didn't pay any players. Yes, you did. And you did it legally. You didn't break any laws. It's okay. But own it. That's who you are. They don't own anything. That's Oh, no. we get They come here for the academics. Shut up. You paid them all a lot of money. You didn't break a single NCAA rule. You didn't break any Texas state law. You, it's perfectly legal. It pissed off Saban. It pissed off other people, but you didn't do anything wrong. I would have much more respect. It's like the LIV thing, right? I'd have much more respect for the golfer that goes, they offered me a lot of money, and I couldn't turn it down. If you think you could turn it down, hey, go for it. I couldn't. My wife, my mom, my brother, my whatever said, you have to take this money. And I thought, you know what? I have to take this money. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. Do you have a problem with that? Because no. I have no problem with that. When the guy goes, well, I did it because I want to affect world peace. I have a problem with that. Shut up. If A&M goes, look, we didn't break any rules. I mean, NIL's a thing. We took advantage of it. We've got a great class. We're going to try to put another great class together. Because our goal is to win the whole thing. Okay. I mean, you cannot like that, but that's them going, we're the Yankees now. If we want Carlos Correa, we'll just go buy him. That's that's fine. It's, it's A&M in Tennessee. 
But, like, Tennessee's not nearly as hateable as A&M right now. Like, Tennessee's but, fans are more hateable. A&M, the institution, is more hateable. Okay. But, I mean, all fan bases are obnoxious sure. as hell. I mean, if we're just being honest. Oh, sure. Fan bases are just obnoxious. And actually, it might be because I just like Wes Rucker upset the more I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It may be that I just like watching Wes's Twitter account when they lose. I mean, we can do that individually. With, yeah, sure. But, like, collectively, who's easier to hate right now than A&M? It's not Alabama. No, because they're a robot. You don't hate the robot. And they're really good. You don't hate Georgia. They're winning. I mean, who do you hate? Well, I mean, even Mississippi State. I mean, Leach is kind of funny. You know, he hates. I mean, and they don't win enough. To they don't win him. enough to matter. What's what I told you the other day? The biggest, because everybody's aware of the other way I fell here. I was pulling for Alabama on Saturday, but Texas, Texas A and M makes me pull for Texas. Where when those two teams play, I go hook them. Oh, when when Texas made the field goal, I was pumped. I was like, had a boy. It was a great call, by the way, because the kid's last name was Auburn. It was. Yeah. It was a great call. And credit to whoever the hell that was on Fox. It was a great call. Sure. But the team that is the, – the, the game that gave me the most pleasure <clears throat> the whole weekend, and frankly so far this season, was App State beating A&M. <laughs> Tennessee fans gave my granny the finger in 07 <laughs> after we beat them in Knoxville. So, yes, I hate Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, like, I have this kind of weird dislike for Florida, but... They're a non-factor to me. They never even... I mean, they'll have to do something a lot more than what they're doing now. To... Well, I know you were fully pulling for Texas. You're an Auburn fan. But, no, I was pulling for Bama. I don't know. I I did not want Texas to have that on Saturday. It was going to mess up my viewing experience the rest of the day for Texas to get that. Texas has fully claimed the moral victory, by the way. Yeah. They are lo- they sure. are all in on the moral sure. victory. You're, you're building? Okay. Sure. I mean, in some ways, it's stupid. But, yeah. okay. I get it. Yeah. I saw that coming. I mean, that was... But no, 100%. But like Saturday night, when A&M and Miami are going at each other... I'm going to be so in on the Canes, man. I mean, I know that. 100%. Your love of Henry Parrish will continue and sustain. Oh, if if, if Henry could go for like 171 and 2, oh, <laughs> sign me up. Uh, I mean, that would just make my Sunday just so pleasant. Yeah. It really would. I, and I think a lot of people are there. That's kind of my point. And so they, they – 1045 on Saturday night, if you walk up and go, I'll be down, Miami 34, A&M 24. Oh. Whew. Yeah. Things would move. Yeah. Yep. I, I, but I think that's where we are. And so when they do this thing where they're trying to scrub it off social media, you're like, what are – no, it, it's and again, whoever because Alan is right. Yes, it doesn't play on social media. But if it it's twenty twenty two, tough shit. Then change what you do. I mean, you can't just block social. I mean, that's a little communist. You can't just block social media because you don't like what's on it. I mean, like, you shut sure, up. shut up. <laughs> Are you sure? Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's very twenty twenty two. Okay, whatever. But uh, <laughs> he missed the whole last two years. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Okay. Uh, I saw him every day, and I never saw the rock he was under. It's the damnedest thing. Uh, kind of walked into that. Yeah, one, I did. Yeah, that's fine. But that's my point. It's something new every day with them. 
it's who, something new. So who every, the hell is day. over there who says in the meeting, "Hey, what are we doing? Why are we why are we doing this? We look we look so Just small. Let it go. The we news cycle so is so short. Let it, it'll be over in a day. Let's take our beating and move on. If you beat Miami on Saturday, we're not worried we'll about, about anymore. it anymore. If we lose to Miami, we're going to take another. We got beat. bigger problems. So maybe let's be careful about not insulting like Cuban people or something on 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 Friday night. Like maybe let's maybe let's tone the cheerleader down a little bit. But let's own this. We got beat by App State. The whole country's happy about it because we bought a bunch of players legally. But we said that we didn't, and then we whined when Nick Saban said something in in Birmingham. We whined. Our coach whined. Yeah. Okay, so we own this. Let's own this. Let's just swallow it for two days. It's some somebody will do something stupid, and this will move on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, that's the news cycle. But there's no, apparently there's nobody in Ross. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Apparently there is nobody in Ross's inner circle over there. And maybe this is not Ross who can say, "Hey, look, this is not a good PR look." Mm-hmm. It's just not a good look. It looks you look soft. You got beat, and then the video comes out where you're making fun of a place that you probably shouldn't have made fun of because there's nothing really wrong with Appalachian State no. and the Sun Belt's a pretty good league, and that's been a pretty good program for a minute. Yeah, you got beat. God, it's a weird, weird week out there. Can't imagine. But it was, I mean, like Connor says, legally. But it is legally. They did. They did it legally. They, 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 they. they well, they didn't do it legally. They did it within the standard that anyone is. Yeah. That, that, I mean, but everybody's breaking that yeah, rule, sure. right? I mean, you know, I mean, every yes. look, everyone's having nil discussions. If you don't have the nil discussion when the kid comes to campus, you're not getting the kid. Yes. So everyone's doing that. So I'm not going to hold that against yeah. them. I know what you mean. So. All right. Back tomorrow, RebelGrove.com. In the meantime, good bit of things there and more as the day moves on. So a lot of guests this week as we uh, move through the week and to Georgia Tech and Ole Miss, 2.30 on ABC on Saturday from Atlanta. So I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.